The third season of the business podcast Grow Now will address a multitude of questions that every entrepreneur has encountered or has asked himself at least once. The untold story of what an entrepreneur's life is made of, the enthusiasm and the true beauty of entrepreneurship, a journey that happens either because of necessity or due to the opportunities presented. But is it for everyone? Join us for the answers that this exciting new season has in store. Hello everyone and welcome to the Entrepreneur Story, the new season of the Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, consultant, coach, and mostly what I do these days is supporting entrepreneurs grow their life and their businesses. I have two big passion in life, one for people and one for businesses. So seeing people and businesses grow, it is what gives me a sense of purpose. In this new season, I'll be focusing on sharing secrets to open and grow any businesses. These are the stories nobody shares, the tips, the real truths of what it means to have a business and live an entrepreneurial life. Nobody prepares us to be or become an entrepreneur. There is no specific school for it, and most of successful entrepreneurs who can share their stories are too busy to do so. So providing you have wondered, would it be good for me to have my own business? Do I really have what it takes to be successful? Or now that I started and see the struggle with it, should I keep going or stop before it's too late? Or gosh, I really work hard. I wonder why my business is not longer growing. This and so many more answers in this new season. While you may listen to this podcast while driving or doing something in parallel, I will definitely encourage you to take notes, at least for the tips and things to do, as this is the best way not only to remember, but also to implement, because the key is implementation. And as most entrepreneurs have no time, we'll keep it short, 10-15 minutes per week, so you can actually make time for you and your business. People ask me, is this the right moment to start something different, to be innovative, to implement things? Sure it is. Most of us are afraid to invest or even start working with an expert to find ways further. This podcast could be the affordable way to actually start doing and see the results before you decide to invest in working with someone. Ready? Let us start this beautiful story of entrepreneurs. Hello, my dear friends, my dear listeners, and welcome back to your entrepreneur stories, the untold stories, the untold secrets of what makes a successful entrepreneur. And after talking about sales and also about how to say no in business, today I wanted to focus on something different, something that is extremely important and most of the time entrepreneurs ignore. And it is why customer service is what makes a difference in any businesses. Ready? Let's start. Stay with me on this one because it may be a little bit more surprising than you think. Okay, so let's see. Why customer service? Well, we can call it different names. We can call it customer relations, client strategy, customer service, and so on. It all comes down to the one single thing. How you make your client feel. Sale is great. Yet, what makes a real difference is the customer service. How much that client is happy after he, she bought from you. 
To a point in time, I would say, since it's even easy, what's difficult is to actually confirm that what you sold is what really that customer needed. You see, in sales, number one rule is everybody wants to buy, nobody wants to be sold to. And this is mostly true. You see, I am one of those rarely people that don't necessarily enjoy buying, but love discovering, understanding why this product, service, or packages will change something in my life. I am curious and I'm emotional and one of the most loyal person you'll ever meet. This is me, particularly. In the same time, this is how I buy, providing you want to sell me something. Now you have the key. Yet my point was not to help you selling me whatsoever, simply to exemplify what customer service may deeply mean. The more you are able to know about your client, into who that person really is, what that person appreciates or not, etc., etc., the more you will be able not only to sell them or to sell to them, but to serve them. A lot of people are training or spending hours in training into how to be better salespeople. And of course, when we talk about sales, we know how a sales can change somebody's life. Of course, it's absolutely important. And in the same time, a lot of people ignore the value of customer service or even think of it as only an admin approach. Well, for today, I'd like to take you on two different approaches on customer service. The first one will be focusing on understanding clients and the psychology behind it. And the second approach will be more linked to understanding the service level. Give what the client appreciates, not too much, not too little. You see, in the first approach, what you want is for your client to have an experience, not only to buy a product or a service, but to have a wow experience. This is what makes them come back. You know, this is what makes them stay and keep working with you. This is what makes them talk about you and recommend you and keep saying, you know, this, I mean, I've been having this amazing, you know, product or service or experience with this specific company or with this specific person. You always want to under-promise and over-deliver. You want them to be surprised this even happened for them, that they had the best deal ever, that they are winning. And that can be done no matter the business. You see, most people will choose not necessarily based on the quality of the product or service, but how that makes them feel like. You know, take a coffee shop, for example. I'll give you a, a very clear one, not the Starbucks example, because it, although it's a very interesting one, because they do have a lot of people buying from them. I will give you um, the story of a small coffee shop just by my house back in Bucharest. They have a good coffee, not the best, not the worst, quite a good coffee. Um, they are not the most expensive, but they are definitely not cheap. And I would say that they will probably... Um, don't have the best, let's say, price to uh, quantity um, ratio. Nonetheless, they do something that makes my day every time I'm buying from them. They have these personalized messages on every takeaway cup. The coffee, as I say, is good, but what is fun is that you can choose your cup or you can do something that, you know, somebody like me, I told you before, I like surprises. I always have the owner of the small coffee shop surprised me with his choice of cup for me for that day. You see, that is 
what makes me come back and back all the time to them and even talk about it in this podcast, isn't it? And think the same about a hotel or a flying experience. Next time you'll choose the same chain, you'll even get a fidelity card, isn't it? Um, We can get to more and more examples. What can you learn from that? What is that you can offer to your clients that is far more they ever expected or imagined? You see, one of the things is that maybe, maybe uh, they they enjoy working with you because of, um, I don't know, something they discover on internet, they discover um, maybe, let's say, one of your videos or something like that. And maybe the first time they, they see you and they start working with you, after they sign, after, you come with one of your books, for example, or you come with a book that you really appreciate. Would that make a surprise effect? Would that make a wow experience? Sometimes, right? It's worth thinking about it. Now, I'm talking about the second approach, which is a much more classical service level approach. Um, For years, I was managing um, different type of services, including the customer service one or the customer relationship one, if you want. And the point about that is that in big corporation, we have this kind of teams that are taking care of the customer. You know, they can measure the service level, they can understand the safest level, and based on that, based on the KPIs, based on the quality uh, responses, we can improve on that service level as well. You see, most entrepreneurs ignore that part. Its service level comes with the cost, and therefore it's normal for those who have bought the higher packages to get a more, let's say, to wow experience. As well, it is normal for a client who wants a more affordable product or a little to no service to get that and yet something extra. To get it more practical, it's the fact that the client gets the service level that he or she appreciates that matter. For example, you can give a box of chocolate to everyone buying from your shop, right? Definitely they will not expect that and maybe some they will enjoy it. Yet, for a basic product, or a service that they bought, adding a box of chocolate may prove expensive. Or for some, with a higher, uh, let's say, packages they bought from you, may not be good enough. Or for some, even chocolate may not be the right choice. Hope that resonates better. Now, let's move forward. A good customer service means, was the service that the customer may need, want, appreciate, and make sure you propose the right one for them. You see, it's not like everybody loves chocolates, right? It's about what is that makes a difference for that specific client or for that specific category of client, because we will not do it one by one, especially if we were selling some, you know, let's say products or services that are more mass consumption. But let's take an example of an insurance services, right? Um, If you sell it to a specific level agreement, it's up to you to add it to packages that make sense. I mean, what kind of insurance packages make sense to have it? You see, I had this fun situation with some of my friends who went to a tropical country for for, for the honeymoon and they rent a car. And the clerk that was not speaking very well English insisted for them to take a car with an air conditioning. Well, of course, that was more expensive and they were thinking, you know, this he's just trying to whatever, you know, um, take, take the money out of the gringos, isn't it? But nonetheless, they realized later on that there was an insect invasion to a part of the road that they were taking on that island and with window open, their holidays would have been turned into a nightmare. 
you see next time not only they are talking about this 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 experience they have but also do you think they will recommend that car rental company and to the other extreme you know you may all know or have faced this kind of you know um additional insurance that you pay for you know even even your phone or something and then whenever you have an issue with your phone you just realize that you pay money for nothing and there is nothing there for you when you need them and that of course you speak about that experience as well now finally one of the most important part on customer service is to follow customer satisfaction and solve customer complaints and this is something most important or again forget about because this is a more personal business so they are afraid to ask their clients about their level of satisfaction because they are afraid that you know it will be about them and they will take it very personally you see you can ask about the customer satisfaction of course by phone or having a clean conversation with them but you can also use a specific form or um, you know a questionnaire that you send them to to them and then you can even you know incentivize them to complete it by offering them something you know like a small something um, to, to to help them uh, doing that i remember i was working with a big corporation and they were giving um, a small five euros card a starbucks card for everyone um, who will complete the customer survey every client that will complete the customer survey why because sometimes the customer survey may take time and you also want them to be um, you know involved in do that properly because those data will be what will make a difference for you next time and how do you improve your services or whatever new services you want to propose but when it's coming to an entrepreneur um, the key here is not to take it personally but to understand what your clients really appreciate and what they really don't in order to just serve them better you see when you take it in a more objective way it is definitely worth it like remember the chocolate offer i was mentioning before right you may learn out of that clean conversation with a client that they say you know what thank you for those chocolates but you know me i don't eat sugar so i would always give them away to somebody else so it wouldn't make a difference for that person isn't it and it's the same with customer claims not knowing what they complain about is like playing the ostrich pretending there is nothing there to see pretending there is no problem yet the first moment the client will have a better choice not only you will lose them but in the meantime they will give you a not let's say very good publicity for yourself or your company even preventing other people to buy from you isn't it now if you want to be uh, you know a little bit more systematic here are the five secrets successful entrepreneur may have when it comes down to customer service secret number one is understanding your clients and you can take it from understanding clients or category of clients right it is never a waste of time to try to categorize your type of client who they are what is that they are buying what is their needs what is their desires understanding that and you will have an offer that will make sense tip number two make sure you have service levels and you create the right one based on the package they buy without overdoing it without underdoing it make sure you offer them what they really need based on the problem and desire they they, they have what they look for but also based on the money they are ready to pay because the service level has to be also uh, different 
you don't want somebody that is paying a lot of money working with you to have the same kind of service or to find out that he has exactly the same type of service that somebody that is taking a more affordable offer with you, let's say. Isn't it? Tip number three, whatever the product and service you actually sell, make it a wow experience. Make sure that the clients get something more, something they didn't really expect, that they feel they get much more for their money. Remember, always under promise and over deliver. And sometimes it can be as, as, as cool as a you know, birthday card, as cool as a you know, five euros uh, Starbucks uh, card, right? All of that makes a difference. And we are all humans. Sometimes you'll be surprised how a small gesture, a very small gesture, will make them smile when they think of you. And of course, when that gesture is coming, let's say, because you remember that they like, um, I don't know, they are sugar-free and you send them a sugar-free chocolate, for example, that will make even a more wow distraction because, you know, they realize you definitely listen and you definitely care. Uh, secret number four make sure you measure the customer satisfaction level in your company. That can be done, as I say, to all of your clients if you have a campaign of customer service questionnaire, uh, for example, once a year, or you can do it, you know, on a regular basis just by talking with your clients and just asking a few questions about, you know, what is that you really appreciate about this product or about this service? What would you like to have more? What is something that was not so value added for you? And all that Take it with um, zero ego. It is not about you. It is about how to serve them better. Now, the tip number five or the secret number five, it's, it's probably the most important one. And we always forget about that in the entrepreneurial world is make sure you follow and solve in time customer claims. You don't have this kind of ostrich approach I was mentioning before. You pretend there is nothing there. And when they are complaining, you put it back on them. And you think that, you know, they are stupid people and they don't understand how great your service or offer is, isn't it? Nothing is more important than this one. Not only because there is a first indication for any problem, but it's also a sign that the client may leave you as soon as they have a choice. Now, the most difficult part most people don't think about it is that you will have here in this customer claims a source for any competitor, existing or newly created, to come and take the opportunity you leave on the table so they create a better business and eventually you will lose your. Remember Uber? It is all based on companies' surveys and company claims. The taxi companies had a lot of claims and they just managed to find a way to solve them. So hope this helps, hope this resonates. And for any of you that you are an entrepreneur and wanted to move forward with your business, please apply this and let me know how this is working for you. How is your customer service improving after this, after trying this for a while? Like always, thank you for listening, thank you for sharing, and looking forward for your feedback. Enjoy! Thank you for listening, and for more information on her business coaching, ebooks, and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.